Saturdays in the fall will look a lot different in 2020. What used to be filled with the sounds of college football will be next to nothing as UC still determines if they'll play with fans. Let's go, Bucks! And just up the road in Columbus, oh. Buckeye football is canceled entirely. Now the businesses who lean on those game days are trying to prepare for what's to come in the fall. On TV, we only get a few minutes to share each story. You know, it's devastating for us and, and a, lot of, a lot of people around us. But here, we get to tell you all the details about stories that are important to Greater Cincinnati. It was always really fun because, you know, we would be at max capacity. You know, sometimes we'd have a line going quite literally all the way down the block. I'm Stephen Albritton, and this is WLWT News 5 Beyond the Studio. Today on the pod, just outside Nippert Stadium on UC's campus and the Horseshoe in Columbus at Ohio State are two long-standing watering holes that see fans stream in on game days. But now in the world of COVID-19, they've faced closures, restrictions, and now a whole new look to the Saturday game day experience. Up first on the WLWT Beyond the Studio podcast, Griffin Starr is joining us. He's a manager over at Uncle Woody's Bar on UC's campus. Griffin, thank you so much for joining us. You know, take us back to March now. In this world of COVID-19, what was going on at Woody's? What was the talk like among management staff? Wow, yeah. Uh, so, you know, it was towards the end of the year and we were just, uh, we were wrapping up and uh, of course, you know, school was going to end the next month. And, uh, you know, we were we were doing you know, pretty well in sales and uh, everything was uh, fine. And uh, then, you know, the next thing we knew is there was a, there was a case in Seattle. And then, uh, you know, a lot of, I think a lot of the mentality was, uh, you know, there won't be too much, but then March came around and next thing we knew, uh, you know, we declared the state of emergency and then uh, our ownership, uh, as soon as they handed out the, uh, the closure on bars, we, uh, I still remember we first thing we did was we went in there, we uh, took it down all the liquor, we made sure all the cash was secure and it just felt very um, end of world kind of and uh, it was it was a scary time for for our bar. Yeah. And you, you say very end of world, you know, what was that conversation like when you guys were, you know, putting liquor bottles away and pretty much locking up for and, you know, unforeseen amount of time in the future? Yeah, we just we just weren't sure. And uh, I especially I remember that that weekend because uh, it was right before St. Patrick's Day. We ordered tons of liquor. We ordered uh, a lot of Jameson, a lot of your, you know, Irish type liquors. And um, and then the next thing we knew we were shut down and uh uh, especially for us, it it just felt very eerie. It was this sense of we weren't certain what was going to happen next. I, I felt like I was almost out of a job. And uh, luckily, uh, you know, uh, there was a light at the end of the tunnel. But at that time, we just didn't see it. Mm-hmm. And take us through that light of light at the end of the tunnel moment. I'm guessing that happened, what, early, early May heading into the summer? Yeah, yeah. It was uh, right about the time that we... You know, reopening was starting to happen, and you know what that was only maybe a month or two ago. And we were, you know, we we were finally me and the uh, the owner John Levy. We we decided to go back to work. We we said we were gonna start ordering more liquor. We were gonna start uh, renovating the place, kind of getting it all spruced up uh, to get back to business. And uh, we did, and it was it was a nice feeling to know that we would get back to business. Uh, unfortunately, we would see. Um, 
a, a lot more play out when bar closures, there was a lot more restrictions. And the, those restrictions, uh, uh, though we have made some sales, it has definitely um, hurt us. Uh, but we do, again, 100% uh, respect the the uh, the governor's orders, and uh, we have tried to maintain um, all um, uh, all of the health regulations that were handed down to us by the health department. Yeah, absolutely. So you guys have these regulations in hand. I'm sure you like poured through them, you know, line by line to make sure you're doing everything right. But then again, you open the doors to students. What's been what's it been like for the last few weeks, and as uh, students start to come back? So uh, as of the past couple of weeks, uh, it, the, the students have been coming back in, in kind of waves. Um, it was first the, the kind of uh, off student housing, a lot of your like uptown rental properties. Um, and then as of this week, a lot of the, the dormitory kids and um, just a, a lot of the more students started to come back. So, so the, the campus is revitalizing a lot. And it's uh, really nice to see because it's uh, it doesn't feel like end of world anymore. I remember taking jogs in uh, the early morning here in Clifton, and every business was shut down. It was it there wasn't a soul in sight. And then now there's just a bunch of people walking around. We're all wearing masks. Uh, the rec centers. Uh, at UC are opening again so people can go back to the gym. So it is nice. It's nice to see that everything's uh, kind of stepping back up. And for our sales, uh, it's gone up a little bit. The restrictions are a little hard, but uh, we'll find a way to get through it. And we'll try to make sure that uh, absolutely all of our customers are safe during COVID. You know, uh, being an on-campus bar, you guys aren't very far away from the football stadium. So uh, take us back to a, a Saturday or a Thursday night or a Tuesday night game when you know, UC's putting them, the Bearcats out on the field. Uh, what's it like inside the bar on a UC campus game day? Oh, it, it's, it's uh, on a game day. It's just crazy. You have, you have dads coming down, moms, and they're, they're bringing their, you know, their, uh, 21 year old son or daughter is coming into to Woody's and and they're all having a great time right before the game and then right when the game hits you know they they all start to go uh, into the stadium but it was you know it's 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 a crazy time when that happens and it was always really fun because you know we would be at max capacity you know sometimes we'd have a line going quite literally all the way down the block uh, and it's it, it's kind of also refreshing to see uh, back then when all these parents would come in they would all be like oh I used to come to you know Uncle Woody's when I was uh when I was in college blah 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 and it's it's been uh that was always the greatest part about having those people come and uh uh, I definitely uh I definitely miss those times but I I also look forward to that happening again Mm -hmm. yeah and uh that leads me right into my next question you know uh UC still scheduled to play football at this time we're recording this on uh, August 18th you know what is Woody's doing to prepare for you know being open during a UC football game in a time of COVID so, uh, based on the health regulations from the health department and the governor's orders, um, we are required uh, currently under the governor's orders to close before, uh, basically stop serving alcohol before 10 p.m. Um, and with the health regulations, we have done everything from putting up uh plastic screening uh, devices between us and the customers to wearing masks to requiring our customers to wear masks uh, and requiring them to sit while drinking. And so we have a, a, you know, a set 
we can't do full capacity, of course, but we can only do, you know, roughly like 60 or 70 people or such. And uh, with the upcoming school year, we are going to keep with that mandate uh, that is enforced and we will make sure that everybody is safe and uh, we will try to process as many customers as possible while staying absolutely safe and within our guidelines of reason. Mm-hmm. Um, so we just hope that these customers, uh, as, as they feel privileged to come in during this time, uh, will at least have fun with us and the bartenders and, uh, we'll, uh, we'll have a great time, uh, right before the game. Thinking about it out loud, going from a line down the block, what, eight, nine, 10 months ago to you're going to have what, 50, 60% capacity. And it's just going to be an unknown. What, what's that like as in your position, just to have that, just so many polar opposites almost. It's, it's weird seeing it, especially I, I've been in the bar industry for about five years and it's, it's weird to see it had happened this way, but I, I got to say it's, it's better than having zero people. So, you know, whether there's 10 people at the bar, 20 people at the bar, or even, you know, our max like 65 people in the bar, at least there's some version of life in the bar. And at least there's somebody to talk to because it, uh, you know, those, those first uh, three months from March, we're we're very uh, very lonely in terms of being a bartender. But uh, man, I I love getting to talk to uh, all of them, and with the the you know college game day coming coming just around the corner in about a month, uh, I hope that uh, all these parents will come back in and start telling the stories of uh, what it was like at Woody's when they were in college. You know, I'm sure you talk with, uh, you know, other other people in the bar industry around UC's campus. What would be the message to everybody, you know, as we head back into football season in the world of COVID who, um, you know, for people who want to come out and enjoy themselves? Yeah, I would say just uh, wear a mask, uh, follow the guidelines. Uh, we can only beat this by, uh, you know, following the mandates that were provided and uh, simply just have fun while, uh, you know, wearing a mask. It's, uh, it's, it's really that simple. I, we, we just hope that uh, everybody will stay safe and uh, we hope our customers will stay safe and we'll try to give them the best experience with, uh, without the, the insane amount of numbers of people. Yeah, absolutely. Griffin Star joining us on the Beyond the Studio podcast. Griffin, thanks, you mu- thanks so much for uh, uh, sparing us a little bit of time this evening. We appreciate it. Yeah, thank you very much for having me. On the other side of the break, we're taking a two-hour drive up to Columbus. We're headed to the Varsity down the street from the Horseshoe. We'll tell you what they're going through in a time of COVID. We've all seen it. That check engine light in our car. Do I check it now? Check it later? Can I keep driving? That one light doesn't tell you what you need to know. And if you get your weather from a symbol on your phone, you're not getting the full story. WLWT Weather has the only certified most accurate forecast in Cincinnati. It's where you get the difference-making details. You'll know exactly what to expect and when, so you can plan your day. WLWT Weather, Cincinnati's certified most accurate forecast. Joining us on the Beyond the Studio podcast, uh, General Manager of the Varsity up in Columbus, Tony Malika. Uh, Tony, thanks so much for taking a few minutes for us. Take us back to March when COVID-19 really started picking up. What what was going on in uh, your restaurant and on campus? Well, we were um, just about to host um, the first, uh, the girls' high school basketball tournament, which um, was being played across the street from us at St. John's Arena 
and uh, the wrestling was uh, set to start the same weekend down at the Shot Seed Center. So we were hoping for um, a pretty big weekend, followed the next weekend by the boys' um, state high school basketball championships. And with that, for a place like that, you know, I, I, I haven't been there myself, but I see online it seems to be a, a pretty robust spot for where people want to come and uh, enjoy themselves. It is. Um, you know, it's more of a destination spot for, uh, for sports fans. You know, we're not really a campus bar restaurant, and we're not, really, we're not in any neighborhood since we're right across the street from the athletic facilities. So we're kind of caught in between, which um, most days of the year is, is fine. You know, we're... We're busy when we're busy, and we're you know we're not when there's nothing going on at the university. But um, yeah, I would say most days it's a prime location, but it's um, it's not a good location if they're not playing anything any sports across the street. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know uh, not too far um, around the corner is the Horseshoe. So um, a, a Saturday in October, Wisconsin comes into town. You know what is it like for you and your staff uh, before you guys open your doors and then take us through the day up to kickoff. Yeah, well, we, um, you know, we do a, it was a little different last year than previous years because a lot of the games were at noon. Um, 3.30 kickoffs much better. Night games are great. Um, just doesn't give fans a lot of time in the morning to come down and, and eat and, and drink. Um, and then we get a little pop afterwards. But anyway, um, besides that, we get, you know, I, I hire, um, you know, extra security guards. I, I close down streets and parking lots. I have over 100 on probably about 75 staff members um you know that rely on those weekends i have vendors that that rely on the weekend and um so it's a big hit you know for not just for us um but uh, you know for everybody involved and uh, i know a lot of these last few weeks have been very fluid for everybody involved but i'm sure you were keeping an eye on what the big 10 was doing as far as uh, uh football and all fall sports and you know what what was that like when you know the rumors were coming out and then the official word came out for for you and um your business well you know we got a lot of calls obviously from the uh news stations asking about you know what if they have fans what if they don't have fans um and, you know, there was a lot of different scenarios with the social distancing. You know, you're at half capacity, no tailgating. So we were speculating a lot um, until they announced there would be nothing. Um, and I really haven't talked to anybody since then. Um, you know, it's devastating for us and, and a lot of a lot of people around us uh, who rely on it. Um, you know, we, we've been here over 60 years, so we think we're going to stay. Um, Hopefully our neighbors can do that, and they've planned for, uh, you know, for, for slow times or for nobody plans for a pandemic. But um, hopefully you got something put away for, uh, for a rainy day, you know, which uh, we're going to try to make it through the rainy day and um, hopefully sooner than later get back to some kind of, kind of normalcy. And, and for your staff, how, how, are, uh, how are people handling uh, the past few months and everything going forward? Yeah, you know, I, I'm, my staff is mainly students. Um, and a lot of them are coming back to school now. I have, you know, a couple managers. I have about only four, you know, four or five core people. Maybe not even that, three or four. And we're kind of just trying to do everything ourselves because obviously one of the biggest expenses uh, in any business is payroll. So we're down to four cooks and about four servers um, and trying to get as many people through the door as we can. And we're, we're, and we're doing okay. We, um, the students are coming back 
this week they're kind of scattered so we've uh we've had little pops of you know students and their parents getting dropped off coming in for lunch and um so it's, it's been kind of nice to be busy again because honestly since uh, we opened back up around may 15th whenever they let us open our out outdoor we have a very large uh, covered patio where people can uh, can eat but uh, since we've opened back up it's been kind of a slow crawl so um Hopefully, with the students, the faculty, uh, the administration, and everybody back, we'll uh, you know we'll get we'll get popping again. And I know uh, you know we'd be you know creeping up to that excitement of you know the first football games at the Horseshoe. What what do you think it's going to be like when you know noon rolls around and Ohio State's supposed to you know play you know one of their their, their biggest games, if not their opener, and it's just you know uh, silence you know, for lack of a better word. Well, it's either going to be crickets. Or everybody's going to be trying to find an SEC or an ACC game to watch, um, if, if if they still play. You know, I think everything's still up in the air. But if you have the three, you know, three of the five uh, major conferences playing football, I think people are going to want to, you know, want to come to the restaurant, get a pizza, watch the game. So if uh, you know, it, it's it's going to be a very sad day if the Buckeyes um, don't play and and then college football still competes for a national championship um i think we were pre-season ranked number two um again it's a very tough scenario to get your your wrap your mind around i can't imagine it so i'm not still confident that they're going to play college football but if it's uh if it's noon on a saturday and 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 somebody's playing football we're going to have it on tv and and we're going to enjoy it all right tony thank you so much for joining us on the on the studio podcast thanks so much for your time You got it. Thank you so much. If you like this podcast, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review. This has been WLWT News 5 Beyond the Studio. I'm Stephen Albritton. Thanks for listening.